Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, my favourites. This week, I'm talking to the madly talented actor and all-round lovely head, Amanda Bright. First, please must say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I'd be over the bastard moon if you'd tell other people about this podcast. One way to do that is to subscribe to it and give it a lovely five-star review. Another way is by using your mouth and hands, both in real life and or on the internet to tell people about it. Thank you if you're doing that. I love you if you are. Also, thank you so much if you've um, supported the podcast financially. If you've got any spare money and you want to perhaps throw a one-off fiver at it, you can do that by going to supporter.acast.com forward slash hoovering. If you'd like to support me on a more regular level to keep making and growing and building and improving this podcast, become a patron. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see all sorts of wicked things I will swap you in exchange for as little as $2 a month. Uh, Stuff like guest recipes and loads of exclusive content and little sprinklings of power here and there as well over me. Also, it needs mentioning that gigs are happening again now in distance ways, um, distanced ways, I should say, um, and a decent bunch of my tour dates for Hench, my show which was stopped halfway through its tour because of the COVID, um, have been announced. So I'm playing 
often a big girl theatre space, um, but with like a COVID safe level reduced capacity. But in some cases, because I was in the tiny studio beforehand, that means there's extra tickets now, um, which is exciting, especially if they were a sold out one. Uh, all those tickets are available at jessicafosterq.com. And then if you click on my doings, that's where all my tour dates are listed. And there's a few more still to be added, including Manchester. Right, enough of that. Let's get into this gorgeous episode. Amanda was kind enough to come round to mine for afternoon coffee and ice cream. Yes, please. We met in Edinburgh last year when she was one of the two stars of Enough, my fiancé's play that was on at the Traverse. I just said my fiancé. It's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Um, I will get used to it. Um, uh, Amanda is mind-glowingly talented, uh, as you'll hear. She's also a total dreamboat. Thank you for coming here and doing Hoovering. You're welcome. It's so lovely of you. Um, that noise in the background, <laughs> reader, listener, is um, <laughs> is the coffee is the coffee machine percolating away. I'm just going to balance out there. It's always fine. Yeah. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you care about eating, Amanda? Oh gosh, I'd say it's a good nine, possibly a ten. Lovely it's to important. hear. Lovely to hear. <laughs> the perfect podcast guest. <laughs> Um, so we're going to try, uh, we've got a coffee, and um, uh, we're going to try a, a vegan and gluten-free Cornetto. Mm. Never knew there was such a thing. Me either, this is a first. Ever me. had one before? Never, ever. I mean, yeah, so I mean, I got pretty, I did get pretty excited when I saw these. Yeah. Just because, oh, I don't know, I'm actually, I'm a big fan of trying the vegan, even though I'm the worst, I'm not a vegan, I'm not, I'm not the worst <laughs> vegan I've ever lived. I think that's not a vegan, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's officially not a vegan. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's just a, a woman who eats loads of eggs and fish, Jess. <laughs> collapsed carnivore who occasionally manages the odd week of veganism. Um, but I've st- I'm still like, I did probably a year yeah. of being inc- entirely virtuous on the veganism front but it was okay. always an accident I never wanted to go 100% in because I'm not very good with absolute rules right, right, right. but anyway off the back of that I was like I still now if I see like a the Magnum have bought when I mean Magnum yes. bought out a vegan ice cream I was like yes. yay like I always want to try the new vegan yeah. thing um, okay let's see how we go mm. okay Whoa, it's soft and that is very soft mm. yeah but the uh, <laughs> I love the fact that chocolate still has the kind of crunch to it. Yeah. Like it's still got that firmness. I hope it's not. Um, I can promise that it's not a freezer issue. Oh, interesting. Because Pure- I wondered if it was. Yeah, <laughs> purely because um, I defrosted it just this week. Oh, right. right, right. So it's empty. <laughs> and the only thing in it is these ice creams. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not a, a freezer issue. But... God, it's weird, isn't it? It's really nice, but it's quite like fluffy and marshmallowy. It's fluffy, yeah, it kind of the, the the chocolate is quite predominant, and the ice cream it kind of it's almost like it evaporates or something. It yeah. melts away. It's like it's gone away. <laughs> um, I've got so many things I want to ask you, but I think mm. because we're eating a gluten free and vegan ice cream, we should explain that you're a vegan and wheat avoider or wheat yes. allergy. Yeah, wheat intolerant. Wheat intolerant. Right, lady. fair play. Yeah, and um, lady. <laughs> Wheat intolerant lady. I am, that's what I'm known as. Superhero name. On the streets, that's what they call me. That's your gangster name. Wheat intolerant lady. That's me, not wheat for me. 
and is that been is that been long long term no that's yeah. not so the the veganism has been about six years okay that's that's, that's yeah um but the um the wheat i only discovered last year actually right. when i was in edinburgh um because i had back pain and migraines over i kept getting uh, mm. pains in my lower back and then also like a migraine that lasted for about two days no um, I thought I'd get rid of it and then it would come back and so I went to an osteopath about my back and then she was prodding around with my stomach and right. I was a bit confused <laughs> and I was like yeah it's in my back but she's like no 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 I think it's something to do with your your diet what you're eating oh, really you're having your I think it was my liver I want to say right. was, uh, seemed quite inflamed and right. happy and she said okay maybe try avoiding wheat and see what happens and then I did and it vanished it just yeah because I think Seriously. my liver being inflamed then puts I don't I'm not a who doctor, knows but it put pressure in, on my back and things it wasn't happy fine yeah do you know what's up? one of the questions I sort of used to ask more regularly than I do now because the answer is so often like nah but um, <laughs> was, um, have you ever like eaten anything or changed the way you eat and it's genuinely affected a medical condition and there we go yeah that's yeah. cool. And I also think I was probably a little bit lactose intolerant right. and I didn't realise. And then when I became vegan, mm-hmm. all my tummy issues kind of went away. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that, I see. It's not normal to feel that horrible gurgling feeling yeah. every time you eat something. It's like, oh, right, yeah. That's... Isn't that bonkers? Mm. Apparently, like, there are, I can't remember where, but like, actually for the vast majority of the map of Earth, mm. we're adult humans aren't meant to eat cow's milk so especially mm. it's less impactful in other dairy products yeah i suppose quantity wise you're not it's not the same but like it's 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 almost like very rarer to not be lactose intolerant yeah it's just that no one's unless you've tried veganism ever tested it yeah yeah isn't that mad and if you've grown up eating a certain thing it just yeah. becomes normal mm-hmm. for you like yeah it's just the oh yeah that's just the way my body works it's like, god yeah yeah Actually, this Cornetto goes really nicely with it the does. coffee. It's working very nicely with the coffee. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and please, well done, Cornetto. I and mean, they're not sponsoring me, by the way. We could have admitted it. We were talking about this before. I was like, feel free to slag it right off. <laughs> but actually, it turns out they've done mm. great. Also, often, because I do this podcast about eating, mm-hmm. not often, but sometimes it means I'm sitting down to eat something at a not optimal time, to, like when I didn't actually fancy an ice cream, right? But that's what we're doing on the thing. Yes. And today this is this is the absolute most tip top perfect timing. I think so, and with the coffee as well. It's yeah. Like, it's this a is nice actually combo. like an afternoon elevens, isn't it? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I noticed that you ripped your paper off. I ripped from it right the get go. Oh. I'm always a half on like just this? a little. I don't know. Just maybe some protection there, I just think, for spillage or. Anything. I think you've done a very sensible thing there. Oh. I am. Um, I wonder. I have a four-year-old, and I wonder sometimes, you know, why why he's so sort of rough and like. He recently had an ice cream where, and he um, he's ma- he's got massive hands, mm-hmm. and he in, in, in excitement he smashed through the cone, wow. and it, so he had to eat the ice cream as fast as he could so that it wasn't all just dripping mm-hmm. through the bum of the cone, and um, yeah, me noticing that I have ripped all the beautiful protective <laughs> wrapping off has given me what well, a moment that I get I'd say at least once a day where I go oh it's my fault oh it's me <laughs> oh it's me. my influence <laughs> but um, but six years um, of veganism mm. and what's your 
Oh, well, I want to know so many things. Okay. Is it... Um, does it feel like it's forever and it's religious and mm. definitive? Or does it feel like... And was your move into it um, environmental, animal love or personal health? Or was it just a desire for a change? Was it? Did you go into it going immediately, if I do this, I'll do this forever? Right. I want to know everything. Okay. Please may I hear the story of, of your course, vegan Of course, here you go. Uh, no, um, it... Started because I was so I've been pescatarian for mm-hmm. about four years, yeah, and um, and then decided that I was going to do veganery, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I'll do this for a month, and then maybe after that I will become vegetarian, just because I had a. So I was trying to think why that was, but it's because I had a, a nightmare um, about. Um, trying to cook a lobster and the lobster was screaming at me going don't eat me no, oh my god and so i woke up the next day and was like yeah i don't think i can eat fish anymore like i feel a bit weird about wow that. and so i was like okay so maybe i'll be a vegetarian and then i did veganery with a couple of friends and actually really enjoyed it and yeah. my body seemed to like it and yeah, so yeah it's always been my thing that i was like i'll keep doing this then <laughs> until i get bored of it yeah and i haven't got to that stage yet brilliant so it, so it was like a just a fun thing to do maybe for health reasons yeah 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 and then gradually as i started to explore more about um Mm. veganism i started to i don't know it became more ethical Mm -hmm. um and environmental but definitely i would say i'm little v vegan in that it's for me it's my choice yeah 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 um my whole family are meat eaters i love that little v vegan yeah because you've got big v who are like this is who i am it completely identifies me and like everyone should be vegan and can be quite militant about Mm. it and for me yeah my family i'm from a west indian family there's a lot of meat that's served yeah and they're like meat that looks like meat as well yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> like pigs <laughs> trotters and yeah. like chicken feet soup well, kind of in a way the meat you should be eating mm. if you're going to eat meat you mm. should see that that what uh had come from an animal like mm-hmm. and it was part of someone's foot once yeah yeah so i think yeah a bit so um so i i do it for me mm-hmm. and um and i feel good that i that's lovely that and um who knows like who knows what will happen in future um i've just got married and you know we're thinking about possibly starting a family things like that <laughs> if i do yeah. get pregnant mm. then and i have weird cravings i yeah. don't know what i would do in that situation yeah, if yeah, i yeah. crave a, a beef burger or something who knows so i don't oh, know i'm flexible with it yeah in terms of the future but at the moment yeah. i'm quite you know i'm a vegan and you get some people like oh i'm vegan but i might eat some eggs but no that's Ooh. not me <laughs> And then, because it's so complicated, and mm. they're like, hang on, am I not allowed in that label? Then some people have chosen to call themselves vegan. Oh, you know no, I've not heard this. Yes. And there's, and there's a school of veganism that says you can't even eat honey. Yes. And so that's vegan if you eat honey. Interesting. <laughs> I, yes, we don't, we try not to eat honey. Mm. But if sometimes there's accidentally honey in something and we're like, okay, well, that's, yeah, you know. We're not going to I never. It. I was never so into it that I checked. I did. St- I kept eating honey, mm-hmm. but it's not like I don't know. It's such a big difference to go to to retrain your life into being someone who doesn't have cow's milk, who always did, compared to like the absolutely minimal amount of effort it takes to not have honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whereas, um, oh god, what was I going to say? Yeah, stuff like eggs and stuff. I miss, but I, I was never. I was never. Uh, 
into it enough to um, not eat honey or check booze labels. I remember, no, oh I remember, no, no, no. I remember feeling like a little bit overwhelmed when I realised that I had to check why. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to ask in bars. No. I, I, I might, when I'm in a supermarket, have a squiz, but like... And every now and again you have a look and be like, oh, it already was. Yes, but yes. It's good because we've already yes. had a glass. Like, yeah. yeah. So, we've not got that... F- yeah, with the alcohol we're um, very flexible yeah. with that. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know. Also, when I was, um, wasn't vegan, mm-hmm. and I think, unlike you, I've always been a bit flightier and fickler, <laughs> and I'd never done anything for six years. <laughs> but um, before I had my son, I was probably quite solidly vegetarian mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And then when I got pregnant, I did massively crave meat. This is what I'm worried about. I am, um, and rare meat. Mm. Like, I wanted bloody steaks. Wow. And then, and that's sort of on the list of things you're not meant to have, but I went to France and had them where it's fine there. <laughs> <laughs> it's cultural. It's culturally fine to go to France and have, have a glass of red wine and a really bloody steak that's when you're six months pregnant. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Did you kind of, um, like, make that trip happen so that you could have... No. <laughs> oh, that's good, my dear. Why don't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> really driving my own part there. No, I... Um, no, I wish I'd been that... No, sadly, already, a family... Family holiday book. Mm-hmm. Um, you live on a boat. I do live on a boat. What does that mean in terms of eating? Mm, it means that... It means it's it's uh what does it mean in terms of eating? Oh, it means that we're growing our own tomatoes on the roof of our. That's very like cool. That. We've got a little garden which is like just lots of little buckets um, mm. of things. So we've got tomatoes and chilies growing at the moment. Wicked. Um, we've got a couple, a couple who live on the back of our boat, yeah. and they also have a garden, and so they're always growing like spinach and lettuce and mm-hmm. um, what else? Like lots of herbs, and they give us food as well so it yeah. means that we there's something about being I'm going to sound like such an idiot now there's something about connected to the water and mm-hmm. like just waking up every morning and your life being dictated by the waves and the tides oh, I love that means that, that, I like, love it, that. it's just great to like kind of grow your own food yeah. as well um, yeah you've got a fully equipped kitchen in there yeah wicked yeah, yeah. fully equipped kitchen it's a big boat I think when when I say I live on a boat. People yeah. assume it's a, um, it's like a, a, con- uh, a what are they called a, a long boat or whatever. Yeah, 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 like a canal boat. Yeah, but um, it's a barge, and so it's Whoa. like thirty-one meters by five meters. It's a big space. Um, yeah, and we've got this massive living room showing off. Massive living room. <laughs> it's just because everyone's like, oh, it must be so poky. It's like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, um, but we've got this like kitchen lounge, and um, I just yeah, it's lovely. So in terms of all like cooking and things it's really easy wicked yeah it didn't leave as much at the bottom of this cornetto of the chocolate interesting i didn't get but i wonder if that's um we'll have to compare yours i got like maximum an inch Mm. and i feel like in the but it might just be the olden days they used to do that let the chocolate it used to come up higher or was my hand smaller (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like that's that's well i thought that was the normal oh you think that's normal Mm -hmm. i there's every chance that I'm just using my child's memory. And they're racing to get to the Yeah, <laughs> don't race, no rush, no rush. <laughs> mm, oh, I think the idea of living on a boat sounds so amazing, but... Uh, it is gorgeous. In the summer, it's yeah. brilliant. And in the winter, it's lovely once the fire is on. Yes, I was going to say. quite chilly <coughs> in the mornings. I'm a radiator body, though, and I think I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always preferred... This is the first house I've ever lived in where 
I think because it's sort of white walled and relatively high ceiling, like mm-hmm. it's cool in the summer and freezing in the winter. Right. I love it. Yeah, it's um, just because it's a chance to like snuggle yeah. up and get cosy. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so I've now reached the bottom. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tidying it up for you for the experiment. There you go. This is so nice. That's about Oh, it. That's... yes. Can I take a picture of it in your hand because I've forgotten to take a picture of the open ice cream? <laughs> I think you're modelling it really beautifully. Oh, okay, good. Oh, nice. lovely. Yeah, I think we both got an inch of chocolate and I need to shut up whinging. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want me to coffee top up at any point, Thank just you. let me know. Um, yeah, I, so, I mean, you're an actor. Yes. Um, Oh, well, so first things first, do you think, yeah, tell me about anything, well, we already briefly did get into this before we started recording, full disclosure, mm. but um, tell me about things that you've had to eat as part of work. Because it's that, I don't think people realise when they're watching TV, I guess, or mm. films, when people eat in things. Also, there's, there's some Hollywood actors who, I can't remember who now, someone said something the other day, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to look out for that. But there's some Hollywood actors who, like, are sort of famous for being really crap at pretend eating in their right. scenes. You can tell that, but from, from, from behind the sort of fourth wall, like you have to bite or eat that thing over and over yeah. and over again from a hundred different angles. Yes. And it's, oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah. I did an advert last year where I had to eat. Uh, it's just, it's just a nice family moment. And then you bite, I bite into a mince pie and it's like, mm. and I was like, great, bring it on. I love mince pies. Yeah. And then, um, and so the you know the first five takes I was like yeah it's great and they said do you want a spit bucket so that like you know if it got yeah. too much you can spit I was like no I'm fine and then I had five more bites and uh, and then yeah then I was like I, I need the, I think the I will bucket. take it yeah. just because I think by the end of that filming process <laughs> just for a thirty second ad but by the end I'd eaten about I think bitten into eighteen mince pies oh my and gosh just. It meant that that it kind of we filmed it in August, so it was ready for Christmas. So by the time Christmas came, I was like, I'm fine. I really I don't. S- I'm still good Christmas. For a year. You didn't want yeah, a mince pie. I didn't. I just was like, no, I'm I'm okay. Thank you so much. Do you think you actually move a mince pie this Christmas, or is it would, still the trauma you raw? I think I would. I would give it a go. Yeah. But last year, definitely, I couldn't even look at one because it was just like, <laughs> just <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, people were like, oh, it must be so much fun eating. And I was like, yeah. Not so much. No. no. After, you know, you've had 80 of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's so rough, isn't it? Yeah. I did a, I did an advert for Jacob's Crackers, and I've talked about it on this before, mm-hmm. but it was, my son was absolutely tiny. The whole thing's like a bit disastrous, but um, I had to chomp into a, a bit of cheese on a Jacob's Cracker. Yeah. And like the poor art department as well had to remake yeah. this same identical yeah. bit of cheese. And you could see them all lined up, mm. like, you know, in the corner of the set, and you were like, oh God, <laughs> that looks like a lot of takes. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And there's no miming it, is there? No. I took the spittoon from early on, but I couldn't. I couldn't believe how like dry my yes. mouth is getting so dry. Yeah. And then you, it's actually even when you're spitting it, the sips of water you need to take to be able to keep biting into it, that retching, yeah, <laughs> really fill you up. So yes. you're sat there like turgid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because it's because they they really want the product to look as. Yeah. beautiful and as yeah. best as it can mm. you have to hold it in a certain way mm. and think and um and I yeah, remember, you, it's quite unnatural isn't yeah, it i don't like remember just, sort of just angling a square yeah. a square cracker so it's like well the cheese is going to fall yeah, off yeah but, yeah. You know, yeah 
and I'm <laughs> trying to bite over the top of it. After I'd done all the biting like, into the the mince pie, then they were like, okay, we just want shots of you just breaking it open. So you're just going to, so they pre-cut it in right. the middle. And then there was a close-up of my hands and my face just breaking it open and smiling and just looking at that like the gooey I'm feeling sick my heart just felt so sick and then having to like stare and smile at this like yeah. slimy mints in the middle I was like uh, yeah and they're like did you just did you think you could just be a bit more happy about it I was like yeah I'll try yeah I'll try yeah, yeah. 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 oh god it's very it's very unnatural yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely I can mm-hmm. who's ever done that it's so funny isn't it it's back to that blooming trope that the adverts are all full of women laughing at salads yeah <laughs> it's so true <laughs> it's so true no woman has ever gone ah, salad <laughs> but also yeah. who's ever cracked open a mince pie and gone oh my god I want to kiss it yeah mm, I love, oh, I'm, I love I'm it. feeling love here like What's, I think I don't know if this is funny old it's, a, it's uh, something I come to acknowledge about myself is that I I am that woman like as in like right. I'm pretty good at being that woman like I've done quite well in uh, particularly this year in terms of adverts yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah. I'm just they're like can you just like stare at that bowl of salad and laugh and I'm like yeah sure <laughs> salad you're so funny oh yeah, that was amazing actually yeah. Amanda that was amazing <laughs> absolutely natural salad laugher <laughs> I really believe there was a really funny salad there <laughs> maybe someone had a range of cucumber like a cock and balls you were really laughing at the salad <laughs> say scrum diddly umptious no and then you can be in my podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. So talk to me about eating growing up. Eating growing up, it's tricky it was always a bit it was tough because um there's so many rules in my family and i think just in like because it was a jamaican household right and uh my grandma was very much like you eat everything on your plate oh really don't then it's a sign of disrespect and so okay you have to eat everything on your plate but then 
at the same time would also be like, um, oh, so you've eaten everything. Oh, you're a bit greedy, aren't you? Like, don't you get fed at home? And, so then, and I think that's just within yeah. the communities that I uh, was in growing up. Uh, very much that kind of twofold thing in yeah. that you, it's rude not to eat everything, but if you do, then it's, it's saying something negative about your family. Like another rule was if we <laughs> went to someone's house and they offered us something, yeah. they would, we have to say no. And they would have to offer it about 20 times before we'd be like, okay, fine, yeah. We can, we'll have that cup of tea or we'll have that biscuit. Oh, because wow. if you were a bit too quick to say yes, then it would suggest that your family weren't feeding you properly or something like that. Oh, so crikey. Yeah, so be like, Do you, you see, know. all these, so wonder if these rules are born out of, I mean, it sounds like they must be born out of, like, ah. Oh. Social politics, I social paranoia. So. Yeah. So it all yeah. comes down to sort of kind of status and appearances. Exactly. And yeah. Oh, God, it's we're absolutely all struggling, fascinating. But you can't look as though you're no. struggling. No. And, and this was... You, you know, grew up in London? Grew up in yeah. London, uh, in North London, and uh, Jamaican family. Yeah. And, like, visit, it was like when you were visiting other members from the community or, like, aunties and uncles and cousins, things like that, then you, these rules applied. Um, right. Yeah, and so it was always. I found myself always kind of not quite sure where I stood. I was always getting in trouble for something around yeah. food, so it became quite a, a, I guess, quite a serious thing mm-hmm. that you had to be very careful about because if you did the wrong thing, then it could, you could be saying it could all have uh, all sorts of implications about what people thought of your family or how right. you're being raised and things like that. Yeah. And like, um, was it we? Was it rulesy? If it was rulesy in that way, I guess this is completely different motivation behind the rules. But was it rulesy in terms of like table, m- like manners and stuff? Uh, yes. Or depends on like who, or maybe who's watching. My, my, I had, I, I think now having spoken to so many people on this mm-hmm. podcast, um, I think I had very few rules. Mm-hmm. Other than there was an element of there was definitely praise for eating all up. But I think because my parents were probably quite lucky that I liked everything and ate loads, I, um, I, there was definitely praise for eating, full stop. Mm. I was definitely loved with food. Mm. But I also had a very similar thing, but I don't know that it wasn't, it wasn't reflection on the ho- like household. It was to do with bodies more. But right. I had an Austrian grandmother and then my dad is just like his mum mm. where it's like feed 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 what can I get you what can I get you yeah. what can you your yeah. hands are empty what can I get you yeah. mixed with a very confusing quite visceral hatred of fat people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. so it's like oh okay so you really you really I must eat I must eat to take yeah. sexual love yes. but I can't ever show that I eat this much yeah on my yeah. body like it's yeah. it or I or I should have the control to not eat until I'm what when I'm with you? Yeah. Or wait, like I yeah. don't, I don't. Um, so confused. But anyway, in terms of rules at home, like it was kind of praise sweet for eating. But other than that, like actual, it. Uh, unless you were caught trying to get a snack seconds before a meal, there wasn't. And other than that, it was just eat with your mouth shut. Yeah. But there was nothing like I remember going to friends' houses where they were like, "Can you take your elbows off the table, please?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like oh god, yeah. right." Yeah, where it's literally like, please don't eat like with your mouth wide open. Yeah. That's the only rule. Right. No, for us it was it was not so much about. I think maybe I just uh, my mother is uh, she's a very elegant woman and she's always she just carries herself with an elegance and yeah. so I think we just kind of 
absorbed some of that without her having to say. So we would try not to have elbows on the table. And right. It was never actually said. It was just the way that she did things. You just knew. So we did she it She was too. a telepath. She <laughs> telepathically <laughs> make you behave around the table. Can she come round and meet my son? <sighs> but we do, one thing we did have was that you had to ask to be excused. So you just oh, had right. to be like, may I be excused? And then she would say, uh, yes, she may or no, and then you just be like, oh, okay. okay, that's it. Hey. Um, but and another thing was that um, I had quite a big appetite as a kid, and yeah, yeah. so I it feels like I was forever asking for snacks and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I wasn't, but um, she would often give quite well to me as a child quite vague answers. Like I would say, you know, <laughs> can I have a packet of crisps? And she'd be like, if you feel so inclined. And I would Ooh. be like, at five, being like, um, I think that's I mean, a yes. I'm pretty sure that's why yeah, I asked. Like, <laughs> creeping towards the cupboard, being like, I think this is okay. Just kind yeah. of like, yeah. So, um, oh God, it's yeah. so, I think so, so my son is very nearly five. And it is like, I'm really trying not to, um, you know, to, to screw him up too much yeah. in terms of eating. But he does it, he constantly asks for food. He, yeah. asks. he will finish a big meal and then be like, I'm hungry. Yeah, right. And, right. and, and, and I'm trying very hard to go, all right, mm. like, you can have this, this, and this. And quite often he'll be like, no, 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 no. I don't want fruit. Anyway, but I'm also like, I don't want him to not, I want to have access to everything and kind of, to some extent, I don't know, it's very complicated. It is. And actually, I think this age, like five, just turning five is like, it's all about like realizing how little power you've got in the world mm. as a kid, I think. And so a lot of his pushback on stuff is where like, you know, I've offered him say to, to not even to eat, but to do two things. Like mm. we can see this friend or we can do this mm-hmm. game. And they're both things he wants to do, but because he, he hasn't come up with those two options, he's like, don't do either of those things. Right. And then um, it's really funny with eating, kind of trying to actually sort of unscrew the, the sort of very natural bits of control that are in there. It sounds similar. You reminded me of it when you said your mum was like, if you're so inclined, because yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, he's, he, he asks for snacks constantly. And the, the other morning he's like, can I have some of the, those things in the red tube? And it was Pringles. And I was mm. like, yeah, you know. And then he came up and was like, I was like, help yourself. And I was like, just see what he does. <laughs> and um, he came up and he was like, I've got six. And he, he had a stack of six and I was like, great. And he was like, I've got six. And I was like, have all six, babe. Like, tuck in, enjoy yourself. And then I, but then I was like, I'm really proud of myself for letting him take control. And who cares if he has six, whatever. And then, I don't know if I should say this on here, I'm going to get some shit. But he went upstairs to change the beds. And it took ages. And I came down and he, well, actually, he came up to brag and was like, I finished the tube. Oh, my God. He's eating a third. He's four years old. And he's eating. It was about a third of the tube you left. Wow. I mean, it's prob- that probably is really bad from wow. a salt so- point of view. Oh it's done now, isn't it? And he's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck me. Where do the boundaries of intuitive eating lie when you're feeding a kid? I was like, yeah. I made him feel really in control. I was really <laughs> smug about it. And I was like, oh, fuck me. He's probably had a week's worth of salt in one, <laughs> one sitting. <laughs> oh, dear. Hashtag mum of the year. I was just like, hey, how do you feel? I was like, how do you feel? And he was like, really good. And I was like, mm, yeah, your mummy's son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to shame him but I was just like yeah I mean but that, I think that is the other thing is you you learn by 
you learn by doing it like that that when you eat masses of well, maybe not pringles actually yeah. but but if, say if you like <sighs> have loads of ice creams loads of chocolates yeah. loads of something rich indulgent yeah. you know delicious things but you do n- know m- by adulthood normally that at some point if you're e- like just going for it you start feeling gross yeah and actually kind of have to learn that as by being let to do that yes as a kid and there's yeah. also something I think there's some catharsis in eating to the point where you feel a bit gross it's quite fun to do that sometimes just like at a dinner party or whatever where yeah. you're not even noticing it's happening yeah. like it's the revelry of a feast and the like I don't know. Anyway, I, I I don't feel... If I'm honest, I don't really feel very guilty. I mean, I know that objectively, that's not the most ideal parenting. But I don't know. I think it for me, it's better than, like, I'm trying... If I, I've, I've gone on such a complicated journey myself to, like, be relaxed about eating. Yeah. That, um... That, 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 that it doesn't sit right with me that I'm not entirely relaxed about it with him but also he is my responsibility yeah. and he doesn't know what choices make and he's interested in it though he's like is this is sour things good for your good for you and I'd be like I think yeah fermented things are good for your gut like he's interested in it right right and that's all you can do is I guess educate and then as soon as he is intellectually capable of making his own mind a bit more going for it I don't want him to be that kid that rebels and like I don't know, sneaks a load of sweets or stuff from the takeaway on his way home for a dinner that mm. I've spent hours on. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's tough, though. I think it's hard to know how to do it right. I don't know if you oh, know, no. but parenting, I th- I've heard it's quite tough, actually. It's really complicated. I mean, I don't have kids, but yeah, it's kind of, like, tricky. <laughs> yeah. How does your work affect how you eat, if it does ever... And um, and have you always had an easy relationship with eating historically? I think it's it's an odd one. I think that in terms of work affecting how I eat, yes, I am an actor, and uh, there was a lot of pressure um, from my actually from my former agent uh, about losing weight every really? time I saw her. Even when I signed with her, actually, I was with her for nine years, and every time I met her, she would make a comment about my weight. And um, I would say that I'm kind of a normal size, healthy. Um, But she was always like, you know, if you want to play those leading roles, um, you need to drop a dress size. But no matter how much weight I lost, it was always like I needed to drop that dress size. And so that was quite tough. And I think, to be fair to her, I think she was just feeding back what the industry was saying at the time as well. And so there was always a sense that I wasn't being as successful as I could because of how I looked. Um, but what she didn't know is that I'd had very disordered eating eating growing up. Oh, really? And so it just, I think it, you, you, it's a very dangerous conversation to have yeah. with someone when you don't know anything about them and yeah. immediately the first thing is like, you need to lose weight, otherwise you're not going to work. Oh, it's and toxic. It's, yeah. It's really, really, really dangerous yes. conversations. Yeah. And so, oh, um, God. I think, so I kind of, at that point in my career was kind of plodding along, do the odd bit. And yeah. I always felt that I'm not as successful as I could be. It's because of my weight mm-hmm. and would try various different diets and things. And then I guess just started to develop a clearer sense of self and yeah, yeah. who I was and had some therapy, yeah, um, yeah. which was really useful and just um, grew in confidence and yeah. then signed with a different agent and 
just the work started to become more regular and more yeah. interesting and uh, my body hadn't changed but it just felt like I believed in myself more yeah I liked the way that I looked I yeah. had a I sound like I'm like a big professional. I had a team of people, but my agents were really supportive of me. Amazing. No, me but this is stuff. amazing. Yeah. But also, and as much as that first agent is relaying the noise of an entire industry, yes. um, it's still a choice whether or not to relay it. That's true. Um, that true. And, you know, and it, I think you're very lovely. I mean, I'm not, you know, vilifying any individuals, because mm. I think, sadly, there's still a majority, probably, of acting agents handing that advice, yeah. especially to their women. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely toxic and, and we won't change the industry unless it, it's that stops ultimately it's true um, yeah. and also uh, that and, and that weird dynamic that you have it's so hard that when you're starting out in a career um, I suppose if you listen to this thinking why don't you just say to the agent I have a history of disordered eating you don't that age you the idea of losing an agent when yes. it's your first agent or your yeah. second agent, it's like, yeah. the, the, I know, the yeah. idea of getting dropped. I mean, it's, imagine getting dropped because someone didn't yeah. think you were thin enough. Fuck me. Like, you'd, so, be, yeah. you'd be heartbroken. Yeah. Like, it is yeah. like, this is everything right on it. Yeah. So you sort of, in a way, your agent in the early bit of your career, I think it's a, a little bit of a parenty relationship. Yes. And I, I, I mean, I had, it took me ages, ages longer than it should have done to leave an agent. Yes. And in therapy, um, and, and it was after I'd done it, but my um, my therapist was like, could you physically describe your agent? And I was like, well, um, they're very sort of... Oh, I need to be careful here, really, yeah, maybe. Very. But um, I was like, they're very... Um, they're, they're, they're sort of very sure and clear, but also there's this fragility about them. And then I said their like, hair colour, and I described them physically. And then as I was talking, I was like... And I, oh, and I was also like, you know, I really want to impress them, even though they're not doing the job that they're meant to do for me. Yes. Like, and I was, and then, anyway, as I was talking, and I was just physically describing, them, I was like, oh, it's my mum. <laughs> it was like one of those massive breakthrough moments. I was like, oh, hang on. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to upset my mum, so I didn't leave my agents for two years wow. to, you know, and it is, and actually I think the same thing, it's similar to those relationships, isn't it? It's like a parental relationship, and so actually any comment on your appearance yeah. has this extra tanginess from them, yes. but also they're the hardest person, in a way it'd be easier to tell uh, a, a casting director who you're only going to meet five times yeah. about your history of disordered eating yeah. than it is to tell this person that there's this bit of extra emotional weight with yes. That's so or dependency. Actually, you were saying that, I was like, oh my goodness. Just like, pfft. it's my grandma, I think. My really? Agent, really? Yeah, that similar relationship yeah. of wanting to impress them, but nothing really quite uh, doing the job. Yeah. And yeah, that, wow, thanks. Mm. I <laughs> just made that connection. Well, thanks, to my, thanks to my therapist. I won't say her name, but thank you. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's very complicated, and I think actually, I think if you have recovered from uh, disordered eating and even like sort of serial dieting, yeah. uh, which I hundred percent count as yeah. disordered eating, um, then uh, I don't know. I'm lo I'm long enough in the tooth now with it, and I suppose so much of my work is consumed with eating and relationships with eating that I am. Um, 
I'm quite upfront with that information, but I find myself these days giving it even where it's not necessary. Right. <laughs> when I, oh, we were talking, that my girlfriend and we have started doing um, CrossFit and yeah. I'm like beginners and yeah. loving it. Like I get to be the class clown and like, I, when you're beginning, there's no pressure. Sure, and it's just course. a bit of fun yeah, and it's exactly. fun. And also I think exercise is br- so brilliant when it's fun mm-hmm. and there's just joy in it. Um, but I immediately, as I met her, because I've just sort of learned that usually it's necessary was like, just to let you know, I um, I don't want any nutritional advice. She was like, don't worry. Like, and she hadn't offered any. Yeah. And I was like, um, but also, like, I just don't want you to, I don't really want to ever talk about eating or what yes. I look like. And she was like, yeah, great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it turns out, you know, she'd left bit her job as a PT because she was sick of women not being interested in strength or yes. fitness, really just wanting yeah. to get thin. I was like, oh, I mean, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. But I didn't need to do it there. I've accidentally given her my entire eating disorder <laughs> history. <laughs> she's really much irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I started uh, working with the PT a few months ago and we had the initial consultation and he was saying, so like, how do you want to measure your goals? And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to weigh myself. Yeah. I'm also not going to measure how much I'm eating. I'm yeah. just going to kind of generally kind of eat what looks like yeah. a good amount of food on a plate. Yeah. And feel uh, when I'm yeah. full. And feel when yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. If, if you want, I can do measurements and like, you know, with a tape measure, mm. but I prefer not to. Uh, and he was like, right, okay. And so should we base it on just how good you feel? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, how strong you're getting. I was like, yeah, perfect. Amazing. Yeah, yeah you can see what you're like, you know, you can see how fast you're doing yeah. things or how heavy things you're lifting yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And how you feel. Yeah. Oh my God, I like the sound of this guy. <laughs> Normally when you find a woke one, it's a woman. Yeah. So well done this yeah. guy. He's um, yeah. he's done very well there. Uh-huh. Um, are there any food or drinks that you hate that you think most people love? That I hate... Oh, licorice? Mm. I'm not a fan of. So, licorice takes so many forms. Right. I don't like it when it's like the sweet. Yeah. Or like... No, I'm not. Uh, licorice all sorts of things like that. No. I, I, hypocritically, am a huge fan of the fennel seed in something. Oh. Or a really slow-cooked fresh fennel pasta. Okay. But that's like a much milder hit of it. Because I can have... Fennel tea. I've not Ooh. tried any like cooked fennel, but I, yeah, I can have fennel tea. Okay. And actually, I have had a licorice tea. I don't want to lie to you. Okay. I have had it, and I did Tell enjoy it. Oh, hello. But um, but I think it's maybe then the sweet yeah. is what I'm talking. About. It's yeah. so it's so intense, isn't it? It yeah. is sweet. I'm perhaps it's the um, perhaps that's the sweet, but perhaps it's that it's aniseed plus sweetness. Yeah. That makes it like ilk for yeah. us. But there are people so into it. Yeah. There's pe- those like licorice all sorts. Kiss no, my you. dick. No. That feels like that feels <laughs> like an, oh, <laughs> that feels <laughs> that feels like our generation have evolved out of them. Yeah. I'm gonna get hate mail for that. There'll be we're gonna get I'm gonna get a twenty year old tweeting me fuming from their nest of licorice bassets, uh-huh. licorice all sorts. Um do you have anything often it happens with confectionery although I've heard it recently with an amazing story of how somebody eats their Big Mac Mm. but do you have anything that you eat in a ritualistic way like that traditionally I suppose cabbage cream eggs come up a lot right but like is there anything that you think has to be eaten either very fast very slowly uh, in a certain order so we talked about magnums before yes the vegan magnum and I'm all about and I think when I don't drink I don't eat much uh chocolate now mm. but like anything which has like a chocolate coating i'm all about trying to take off maybe half 
the amount half, of cutting half, right. first. Top half or top are we half. doing an edges? Thing? I'm doing like top half yeah. of the entire thing. Yeah. So with the Magnum, it'd be taking off like <laughs> biting off the top half of the chocolate, yeah. eating the ice cream, and then I've got a level. Oh, you like to get a level middle? Yeah, I, I really do. You, do yeah. you have an interval? <laughs> <laughs> second half when you've heard a bell okay <laughs> goodness, and then we go, yeah. Um, this yeah. is what I'm going to call <laughs> yeah that's it's brilliant sweet. so I'll have like chocolate then I'll have half the ice cream and then I'm like and then I'll enjoy both together oh both together yeah. in the second half yeah. really pick up the momentum in the second half let's get, let's get to the end let's really get nice yeah. god that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant that's one of my favourite answers anyone's ever given for that um, <laughs> um, five second rule any strong feelings on that I think five second rule I think I heard someone else say this on your podcast yeah. I think it depends on the location okay, that's a very fine. good answer yes it's true um, outside no someone once um, told me a story of she was at work and then someone came in with a packet of Starburst and was like does anyone want a Starburst and she was like oh yeah I have one and, uh, and then she put it in. She's like, well, this is a bit warm. She's like, yeah, I found them on the floor outside on the street. And she's <gasps> like, spat it out. I was like, what? Oh she's handing out street Starburst that she found on the pavement. <laughs> that is, that's five second rule. <laughs> Leveled up. I mean, because it? it's, I, I, it's okay, wrapped, but still. And now I'm going to share them. Yeah, you don't know where they that's like yeah. and also I don't know about you I get like a perhaps overly creative in my like worried imagination Same. I feel like because I really if I've dropped it I, even outside I'll probably it depends what I, it depends it depends what it is and how hungry I am but like the, uh, when something even is in a packet if I see it in the street I think yeah. I get this completely irrational fear that some sort of Machiavellian baddie that doesn't yeah. really exist has got like 10 different diseases in 10 different vials and will have come up and like slowly injected each sweet with a different toxin yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah yeah or I'm just like someone's weird on that yeah oh actually that's a lot more reasonable yeah that's a lot more reasonable that it's got at least one animal's urine in it (laughs) it was a bit warm (laughs) Starburst oh god crumbs alive Mm, yum in my tongue I don't know if you drink but if you do hangover what are you having oh well I only started getting hangovers, uh, <laughs> like, I'd say in my mid-30s, so, yeah. uh, only recently, about <laughs> five years ago, and so um, uh, I'm quite new to remedies, but right. I think a, a can of Coke cool. to settle the stomach, yeah. settle the head, and then food-wise, it's a it's um I go one way or the other, so it's either like full on stodge and grease, or like I'm just trying to do the best for my body, like right, sushi, right, 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 like, right. please body forgive me. So yeah, it's it's one or two. It's like you know, Pen- like, or, like, or, like yeah, 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 or like pious penitence, yes, or yes. like yeah, yeah or, or, I'm here like, now, or, so let's just go. Yeah, for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those, and it's hard. To, I think different hangovers call for different approaches. <laughs> right. To be honest, not that this, but. But do you know what? I'd never, ever, I don't think in my life had a red, like, proper Coke. Right. Ever. Because 
you are just conditioned as a girl and then a woman to get the diet one. Yes. And I've had sips, you know, and I've probably had it in, you know, with a vodka and yes. Coke in a bar or whatever and, you know, and, and been like, well, that's, it's just sweeter. Yeah. But um, enough people on this podcast have said to me that it's incredible for a hangover, like a yeah. proper, proper red one. that I did have a hangover recently, first one in ages, yeah. and um, it was amazing, it's that just, can of Coke. It's uh, I I think a bottle, actually. I, heard, I don't it know how true this delicious. is. I heard it's because there's so much sugar yeah. in the can of Coke that they actually have to put a, a chemical in that stops you from being sick. So wow. if you're feeling a bit nauseous, uh, this chemical that's in it, I don't know if this is true or not. So there's maybe an anti-sickness drug in yeah, it as well. Because it's got <gasps> so much sugar that without it you would be... Oh my god, that's fascinating! It's like that, or because it is like you sort of make the choice when you're in like you're looking at the drinks counter yeah. in the supermarket. You'd be like, yeah. I can get a Purdy's, yeah. which feels very holistic, mm-hmm. almost taste of herbs, yeah. or I can get a red Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's the combination of sugar and caffeine yeah. that's like, oh, mm-hmm. and I feel better for an hour. Yeah, yeah anyway. it's weird that actually because I've only started drinking uh, red Coca-Cola uh, recently, and again because it was just, oh no, you can't. Can't yeah, you mustn't that. actually, and you're you like, mustn't. you know, what? I can do what I want. Yeah. Actually, I think it feels quite rebellious. I had one on the way in. I'm not even hungover. <gasps> oh, I just was yes. like, you know what? I'm going to have a Coca Cola. Yeah, a have red a- one, please. Yeah, a red one, please. <laughs> I'm a grown up. <laughs> well, do you know what the other thing? And this is really bad. Is that I had the red Coca Cola because I was in, a, I was in the in this restaurant, yeah. and uh, and I was like, have you got diet Coke? And they were like, don't do diet Coke. We've got proper Coke. And I was like, I'll have, a, I'll have a proper Coke. I can yeah. do that. <laughs> Yes, I'll have that. I'll, I'll have that. I'm someone who has that. Whenever they want that. Yes. It's yeah. normal for me to have that. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? You were saying about restaurants being busy. I went to this one in Lewisham called Sparrow. I took a friend for her birthday because mm-hmm. I'd missed her birthday garden or park party. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, it was amazing. It oh, was really? amazing. And um, but there's it's tiny anyway. But it's very sort of airy. Um. They're just using half the tables and you have to book. Right. I think, on the one hand, I've had experiences like that, like a handful, two or three, Mm -hmm. where you're like, this has been so well organised and this, I hope this place survives. And then on the other hand, you like, walk past it, a Weatherspoons and go, oh dear. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, it's like, like, it's outdoors, we're sitting outdoors, but it's like, yeah, you're all crammed. Yeah, on his lap. Yeah. Yeah. delicious all shower curtains come to life and they're really violent it sounds like it might be funny but it's actually so shit because they're attacking people when they're at their nakedest and slippiest and uh, so they're most vulnerable the curtain sentience has agreed to vanish but only if you and really it does have to be you amanda sing the whole book of mormon whilst either maintaining a squat or in a handstand whoa i wrote this and then uh your friend of mine steph smith went she can do that easy so let's uh carry on uh, the curtain sentience, sent, this is her fault, the curtain s- sentience has agreed to vanish, but only if you, and we did, it does have to be you, sing the whole of the Book of Mormon, e- whilst even maintaining a squat or in a handstand, four times in a row. Hey! It sounds impossible, but you do it! Okay. You're a hero! Woo. Your reward is the adulation of all people for all time for saving <laughs> us from the violent shower curtains, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams. Okay. So you are, um, I, I, what I mean by the uh, uh, the sort of exertion uh, and focus that's gone before, it's that like I want you to be the hungriest, 
but also the happiest. It's okay. like the, it's the anti-last meal. Right. You can take all the time over this in the world that you can ever imagine being. You're in the dream sweet spot to have this mega, like the, the foods of your dreams. Okay. Um, and I don't care if anything's possible, let alone ethical, healthy or any of that stuff. Like I don't, Fine. all ethics be gone. All, this is a fantasy meal. So I'd love to know what your dream things to eat and drink would be and if there's a who with and where who with and ah, where ah okay so uh, let's start with who it would be my and my husband yes I'm saying that probably my husband Steve uh, so it would be with him where oh I don't know uh, on the top of on the, I was going to say on top of Everest I don't know why just something yeah. but like in our own we've got this own little uh, igloo or like bubble that we're in which is really nice, nice and warm and cosy great yeah, so we're there having this meal with this beautiful scenery around us um, starter uh, I'm going to go oh <laughs> so many foods um, you know what I think I am going to probably skip the starter and just do like it's all mains and desserts. Yeah. So I'm going. Um, oh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't know. It's there's all the food in the world. That yeah, but eat. but you can have I it. Can. You just say everything. <laughs> I'm allowed. Yes, I, you're I allowed. I just say everything you could possibly want to be there. But also, I think the other thing to remember, because I think this is. A, I understand that this can be an overwhelming question. Yeah. Is that this answer is the answer you're giving in this moment today now? Right. And I, let the world know that were I to have asked you in another hour, you might have said other things. So there may come a time later this afternoon where you message me going, oh my God, I can't believe yeah, I didn't say so and so's da da da. Don't worry. Okay. Like, this is just what's coming into your head now. This right. isn't the definitive and only answer you ever get to give Fine. to this question. Fine. I would go for, I love a tofu fish and chips yes like it's with a beautiful batter i had one at this market food market in uh, east london obviously yeah um, but oh yeah so that battered massive battered toe fish mm. uh, with uh, chip chop chip shop chips yes um i'm gonna go for like a vietnamese pho <gasps> um with like n- noodles and tofu and I'm making myself so hungry thing. Oh. Um, yeah just deliciousness yeah and spring rolls it's now t- taking kind of like a pan-asian feel I think. yeah yeah it's fine uh, so I'm um, also then maybe throw in there um some kind of like I think yeah tempura mm. and uh for the dessert the first thing I thought of when you asked the question was just donuts, like a towel nice. of donuts with um, chocolate drizzled all over them. Because um, there's, I haven't had a donut in such oh, a long time God. because the whole wheat situation. Oh shit! Yeah, I was going to so, say I was yeah. going to start. Th- um, my yeah. brain was pinging with amazing yes. vegan donut places, but actually the wheat situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just be like, you know yeah. what? Donut time. It's donut time. It's donut time. Yes. Great. (laughs) Yes. What a lovely answer to that. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. You're most welcome. What a lovely guest. 
thanks again to Amanda for doing that to find out what she's up to and uh, keep track of all the things she's in. Um, please follow her on social media. On Instagram, she's Amanda Bright Actor, and on Twitter, she's at Amanda Double Underscore Bright. I am on tour. Um, Starting again from the end of October in Poole for a rescheduled date on the 24th of October, first Saturday of half term, if that's relevant for anyone. Um, and then the rest of them are, are in 2021, so hopefully it will all be safe and great to come along to that. Please do come. Um, tickets for everything are on my website, jessicafosterq.com. Feel free to support the podcast with lovely reviews and recommendations or with money on either Acast supporter or Patreon. Links to Everything that we mentioned in this podcast and all the things I've just said there are all as ever in the podcast notes. Anything in capitals on the podcast notes means you can click it and it will link you to whatever it's on about. Make sure you're following the podcast on social media at The Hoovering Pod and make sure you're following me at Jessica Foster Q. Anything longer than a tweet to send me, you can do that through my website as well, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.